This is They Said I'm Funny, a podcast for beginners and anybody no, else. Novice, yeah. Novices, beginners, noobs. Novice? Apprentices. My apologies. Vigil. Padawans. Nice. Uh, my name is Adam Wolf, and my co-host... Justin Marino. And we have the very funny... I'm saying he's funny. I don't know what they said, but I'm saying he's funny. Brandon, Brandon, Brandon <laughs> Walker. Did I say it right the first time? You nailed it, bud. All right. I yeah whatever. <laughs> yeah, B R A N A N Brandon. <laughs> Get it right. Yeah no no I've been doing fine. If 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 it's ever misspelled, it's due to autocorrect, not because of me. I just want to let no, you know yeah. that. Yeah, your hands are clean, bud. All right, um, thank you. I, yeah, I don't give a shit about you know. Just don't call me an asshole. I guess. Call me Brandon. Write Brandon. that down, Chelsea. Okay. Write know. that down. All right. So That's last the name week, of this <laughs> write that down, Chelsea. <laughs> so last week we uh, had a great interview with Brandon, and <laughs> and uh, we learned all about his uh, presidency at the high school that he went to, and T. some high? stuff about com- comedy and. Uh, uh, this week, uh, he wanted to talk about uh, what happens when you have a bit that you write, a series of jokes or a story uh, that you write. Idea. Do you think it's going to kick ass or just get some laughs and it bombs? And what what to do when And that is that happens? what you were referencing? Like you've already tried this out and it didn't work and you well, refuse to let it go? Either, or it's either you, you try it out, it doesn't work, and... Or uh, you haven't tried it out, and you're trying to figure out how to make it work because it's a it's a it's a it's a kernel, it's a nugget, mm-hmm. it's a little something that you like. I got something here, but how do I push through? Yeah, this has the potential to, to yeah make it work. Yeah, and you know we can maybe treat this as uh, somewhat of a workshop. Yeah, I, I would you know? say the first thing is that any idea that you have, write down. Keep it somewhere, whether you store it digitally, whether you store it, you know, in notebooks. Don't ever just rip them out and throw them away. Um, yeah, no matter how much. Because that is the last thing a comedian should do. Uh, never throw away your written work. But uh, <laughs> that's an inside joke. For those that have listened to more than 15 minutes of the, the podcast. Um, but that's the first thing is don't ever keep your ideas because I... Still can't remember what the joke was, but there was a, uh, a concept, not even like an idea of what of something funny. And I could not figure out how to make it funny. And like two years later, I was able to to figure that out. Like, so it, it's never if if it if there's even a grain of potential in there, just keep that. So if you if you think something's funny, keep that written down. Yeah. Um, and as far as like cataloging things, Adam's gotten lucky because he says like, a lot of his early writing was on Twitter where he can search yeah. like his post history and he can tie a lot of these things in the same topic. Yeah. Whereas we could probably search within our notes and like find, mm-hmm. you know, a few keywords or whatever here. So if it doesn't work, don't, don't completely give up on it. But like you said, just may, maybe let it breathe. And then something else like, Oh, I can tie this in to that. Like bring it, just bring it back, and so it might have to be done over time and organically. You know, it might take 
a while if you know if you got a showcase coming up in a couple weeks and you need, you have to make it work maybe we can talk yeah. about that because i don't know i don't know how to force something like there's a few things that like i'm in love with that just don't work on stage yeah and how do i get how do i how do i get past that bump of like oh, yeah. reframing it or rewriting it or yeah and that can be deflating when you when there's a joke that you are super excited to tell and it gets no laughs you're like oh yeah damn yeah I and thought then, I was going to keep that yeah. one. So, I, yeah, I definitely, I feel like um, if, if it's a bit that you've never done before, um, I feel for you got to find what works for you. So it may not, this. I may give you this advice and Chelsea may not like this or Deshaun may not like this. Somebody else may be like, that guy's an idiot. He doesn't know what he's talking about. But for me, a lot of times, either whether it's out loud or typing, I will actually spell out the entire set the core of the set. And then as I practice, I'll be saying it out loud and I'll think of a tag while I'm performing or I'll, you know, I'll write a joke later that day and I'll say, Oh, that could fit in there. So it's something that is continuously being worked on. Um, and I, I feel like it really helps this to search for a friend that not just somebody that'll say, that's funny or that's not funny, but somebody that will say um, that has a similar sense of humor to you that can help you write some, you know, because if if I'm more of a one-liner person and you're more of a story writer, you're, the jokes you write are not going to fit naturally into my set. So, um, for example, Chris Dixon and I have very writing, very similar writing styles. So there, I feel like there's more of a chance that if I run a set by him, he comes up with a, oh, you could say this or that, that it'll fit than if somebody who's more of a long form story writer, like true to their self story. Um, and so that, to me, that those are things that I do before I do a set um, to try to get it to be the best that it can be. Uh, like you were saying, look back at your notes, see if there's jokes that can fit in, um, bounce it back across somebody, you know, like you were saying, soundboard it, uh, and just know that it's not going to be perfect the first time and you're going to have to make some changes. Yeah. Yeah. Your soundboard, you said Chase? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so mine is my cousin Chris, and sometimes he'll come back with me, like with a different tag. Or like, and he'll add on to it. Like, yeah. so a lot of our ideas, like they just seem so like watered down. Like there's nothing, there's nothing of substance yet. And so getting that soundboard and does, does Chase help you with like punchlines or anything like that? Or he just tells you like yay or nay? Yeah, he, he's more yay or nay. Okay. I would say. Because we lay in hay. And, and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> all day. Um, all day. Um, yeah, no, uh, he'll say some things and, uh, you know, sometimes you're so married to an idea, you know, this is mine. Do you like it? And they're like, yeah, I like it. But if you were to like do say this after that, I'm like, no, yeah, I don't know. Like like something in there, you're like, he might be right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I would say when it comes to joke writing like it's it's so hard to get out of your own head 
and just actually do it and and bouncing of course bouncing ideas off of uh another person and i i listen to his advice a lot honestly like, like eh, you know this part you grow in a little bit off the deep end but you know like, like you don't need that right now and so and just, it's nice too like when you're performing yeah. like he can share some of that like yeah. success like when he's there watching you guys, yeah you yeah. know and so, so he, like he loves watching it yeah you know he, he just um, i mean he, he's got a hand in it now you know yeah. he's got some skin in the game and he, so that's he, that's always nice yeah he's obviously like a really funny guy so like um i i, I love and he he's into comedy just like i am so and I've, I've tried to get him up and and try to see if he you know but i would say it's interesting is like a lot of people that are trying to like, like maybe going up for the first time they have like a story that's funny around the campfire funny yeah around, for sure you know, whatever but whenever you're actually doing it in front of people you're like oh shit like this is there's zero context yeah yeah, yeah. and so you gotta have to put that context in and yeah. all the different things um i would say that uh you, you gotta listen to the people that you the soundboards and uh, sometimes you go yay or nay you know you, you sometimes you say oh you know i don't know if that'd work here or they they're they're usually right though yeah you know because they're an outside perspective and uh you're just sitting there in your own brain uh sitting in your living room talking to your cat (laughs) the the cat's always like yeah you know that's a solid button Mm -hmm. um but i was curious if y'all have any any new shit y'all are cooking up you got anything i don't i i don't have anything off the top of my head i um I do have some, so if you wrote a bit and you went up and did it and you want to make it better or it bombed, um, and I have a good example. It's it's not a set that I've done a whole bunch of times, but I, I did a set about how it's weird to do stand-up comedy when I used to have a drinking problem. And now I'm doing stand-up comedy in bars and comedy clubs. And uh, I, the first time I did it, I started it out with... Um, just ridiculous, silly jokes about Mad Dog 2020, about like being wine, oh, yeah. like like it's fancy wine or something or whatever. And then um, I realized, and I guess, I guess the point is, is to, to try to look at it more analytical instead of just this joke got a laugh. So I'm keeping this, but this joke didn't. Because what, what I realized was, is I started out silly. There was not a lot of context. And when I moved that towards the middle and it was just a silly, like aside, it got a lot better response. Yeah. Um, and that's something that I'm learning now. Uh, my, there's several people like my girlfriend has talked about, well, people, so a good example is I, I have a joke about burning shit in Iraq and how I joke around about it so much that people thought it was my job. And I told it here in Waco and it di- didn't get laughs the way it usually does. And she was like, I think if you don't know about military, you don't know that you're literally talking about burning shit. Yeah, yeah. Where, you may where, think it's just like setting things on like fire. Like the burn piles. Yeah. Where did you originally tell a joke? I've been telling that joke, a uh, variation of that joke, for a few years, different places. the The time where it didn't do well was here at the show I did with Alex and Chase O'Donnell. Um, but in Temple, it does pretty good because there's a lot of military people, um, and so she was like, maybe if 
because the way I usually, there is a little bit of a setup to explain that I'm actually burning shit. This time I kind of just jumped to that point. Right. And so there are, there is, there are some ways I think you can look at a joke an- analytically and say, okay, well, this is a reference that might be obscure or this reference works in it by a military town or this doesn't, but it won't work there. And so that may not work for everybody, but I'm starting to learn a little bit more like, like we were talking about Deshaun a couple a few weeks ago, he gets up on the stage and he's going to have this deep voice and people are going to notice that. And they're going to be distracted by that. They're going to talk amongst each other, man, his voice is deep and you're going to try to be telling your first jokes but they're going to be too busy talking about how deep his voice is. So you bring up, you know, anything unusual about you. And so there are tips that you can learn over the years. And I think that is something, if it's a good idea with good jokes and it's just not working, you can move stuff or start out with something a little more personal and then go into the joke or, you know, um, and, and, and we've discussed that like before, like just build building an environment, that they feel safe, like start off kind of, you know, PG 13 or whatever. And so when you get sillier or <clears throat> as far as I go, like I don't get too raunchy, thank goodness. But like the content of my stuff is like turns kind of like takes a drastic turn. So I'm just talking about like family work or whatever. And then I just like start talking about like sex and macerating all this stuff. And so they have to make sure that they, they feel comfortable enough to laugh. And Alex so was saying are you, that. Are you saying I shouldn't go right into my fisting joke? No, no, no. I wouldn't open. Okay. I mean, you can. I think yeah. certain crowds. Yeah. You know, but if, Fans you, of Andre if you start out as, as a raunchy comedian, then there's not that whiplash. Yeah. But. Wait. Um, okay. All right. So I got a joke about fisting. Okay. Oh, this, this is this, this is, this is coming is full in circle. time, in time, real shit workshop. Right. Okay. Yeah. Fisting is basically the act of catching a queef. Is that there's something there, right? Okay. Like you're you're you got to curl up the fingers first. Yeah. The little fingies. You got to curl them up, and then you're 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 catching a queef before it's released. I think there's something there. The yeah. concept. And using the word queef because it's kind of a silly word. Sometimes even just using a silly word can. Yeah. But I I mean it very seriously. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm the first place my mind goes is like the juxtaposition of like how we used to like grow up catching kisses. Yeah. And so like if you have like a stark like comparison of the two, like, you know, my aunt. Oh, yeah. You know what? My aunt made, um, you know, used to make me catch her kisses. You know, now I'm catching her queefs. Yeah. So. yeah uh, and then you pull out, I'm, I'm doing a little bit of, um, yeah, yeah, for the listeners, but I'm pulling out the hand and then I'm uh, opening the palm and I'm going, okay, blowing out like a butterfly, yeah. like it just wants to fly away. Yeah. Something okay. like that. You know, just release it back into the wild. Yeah. No, that's where the queef wants to go. Yeah. Back into the wild. Sorry, Mm -hmm. I thought it was not on speaker. But, uh, yeah, I have, I feel like. Your thoughts? That is definitely something that you would have to, I don't think you could do just like a quick one-liner about catching queefs unless Mm -hmm. you found a way to make it really, really funny. And and again, it's how we frame these things. And so, 
if like oh a lot of people do like the tinder segue and you're you're in a committed relationship but i mean no one knows this so we can i talk about being divorced like you know who gives a shit um and so i went on a tinder date she had a weird kink that i didn't know about yeah you know and so it could be framed of like oh like go on like we think you're you know she wears too much lipstick or something i don't know too much eyeliner i don't know yeah, that's a weird key. If that's that's how lame justin is that yeah. wearing too much lipstick is a weird king <laughs> she wears what, pants yeah. it's my god what, what, is this what a harlot where's her <laughs> denim skirt that goes to her ankles she, yeah. she showed her ankles in her profile pictures yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i'm talking about real ladies here. But she, yeah, was like she in, was she in the Salem witch trials for sure? Okay, yeah, I think she was the one prosecuting, though, not the one defending. <laughs> yeah, no, um, they, they needed to burn. It's fine. Um, no, well, yeah, yeah, just like the frame, the the frame and the format of it, and then yeah. make sure. I mean, for me, because our styles, all of our the the five people here have drastically different styles, and so I would try to ease into that. Oh yeah, um, no, it, it, it was just a thought I had. Funny. Yeah, I think um, so. I've actually had a, a discussion, and and I think it, the key is, or or a good tip is to um, personalize it. And I've actually had a discussion with my girlfriend, like it, and I we posted a poll online about what it what is a weirder out of fist. What is a what is a weirder fist, fist on first date? Uh, question mark. Lube up and shove it in there. I mean, I think that's it's pretty simple. I think you, I think you punch through, right? Yeah. It's like the that game in uh, The Price is Right where they punch and pull out the prize. But um <laughs> your prize is a queef. <laughs> no whammies, no whammies, queef. But, um, they, uh, we argued what was a weirder kink, foot jobs or fisting. Oh, interesting. And I felt like foot jobs. Fisting was oh. kinkier. <laughs> but she thought foot jobs was like kinkier. And so like if you could tie it into that or like well, how do you define kink? That's that's you you're know? the comedian. You have to yeah. You have to spell that out. Well, I would say when it comes to uh, a bit much, I would say fisting is a bit much. <laughs> <laughs> but also, um, I don't know foot job. Foot j- it's another Tuesday know. night. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The foot job seems like a, like a, you know it, it's a harmless task. Yeah. You know, but I, you're not hurting anybody. Not to Deshaun Watson. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, you might end up in Cleveland. That <laughs> is yeah. terrible. Yeah. Well, um, I I am curious, Adam, if you got any new shit you're cooking up. Um, I actually have not been writing in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, I did have so any concepts. I did have a a bit that I was uh, I I did once. And it didn't do very well. And I was going to start it, like I was going to rework it and come back. But then I, I think that was when I got my kid a little bit um, and I kind of dropped it. But it was uh, at my work, we had a um, pizza party, like mm-hmm. a lunch, Friday lunch pizza party. And so I I was like, I made an excuse to not go because I just, you know, whatever. And so the joke I wrote was, you know, I they had this pizza party. And I told my coworkers that I was lactose intolerant 
but the truth is I'm coworker intolerant. And in that kind of, um, I was talking about, um, so like how the work, you know, my work actually tries, you know, that, you know, doing stuff like pizza parties, but, um, like the key, the key, the fundamental key to, to my relationship with my coworkers is that you literally have to pay me to, to spend time with them. That's yeah. like, that's the only reason, you know, and so it got some decent laughs and I feel like I can pull some stuff out of there. Like I was thinking about, um, in, like saying, instead of spending money on pizza or, you know, or filling up my stomach with pizza, why don't we just fill up my wallet with money or I don't oh, yeah. know, just stuff like that. Um, and then it, I kind of took it to the angle about how I work in IT and that IT people are terrible people and I don't even, you know, I don't even want to spend time with myself kind of thing. Like everybody, it's yeah, like a stereotype that people don't yeah. like IT people and that they're rude or whatever. And so I, I was going to kind of go that route, but uh, maybe that's because I've been taking a little bit of a break and after the new year with all the vacation and holidays, um, I'm going to wait till then. I, maybe I'll start working on that one again because I feel like I had potential. I think there might be something there with the IT people. Yeah. Because it's a, it's a secular group of um, people within the company, you know. And I, I think it's, it's a, an odd enough group to where not everybody is an IT person, but everybody's had to deal with tech support somewhere, whether it's oh, yeah. at their work and you have like your own team and they run the email or if it's just calling your cable company, you know. So I think there is... Yeah. So, um, do you really yeah. want to spend more time with these guys? I mean, like, yeah. you, you know, they, they, they so, got a Call of Duty player, whatever the yeah. modern game is, Fortnite, whatever. Modern Warfare 2. Modern yeah. Warfare 2. Yeah. Oh, is that the one? Yay, Sophie came to play. And my cat came out. She's like, I got a shit. You guys are right by the litter box. <laughs> I got a shit. <laughs> we'll, we'll get out of your hair. Yeah. Yeah. Just like me, I can't shit in front of other people. And so I use. I good thing you've never joined the army because sometimes you got to do things. But uh, <laughs> so I uh, that's another podcast that'll be next week's podcast. I'll do a whole roundtable discussion on shitting in front of other people. Can I be but, here? Uh, yeah. Sure, if you want. Yeah. Yeah. You can call in. We have this fancy Bluetooth device that we never haven't right. used yet. I got I got some hot takes on shitting. So so I you know just I, I got some hot takes. <laughs> you should see a doctor about that. So I don't. We've talked a little bit. <laughs> we talked. He's got some probably stop eating yeah. spicy food or something like <laughs> He's that. He's got to stop eating at Jake's tea. Uh, Jake's oh, yeah. Chinese Jake, buffet. Yeah. <laughs> That's spicy. Do you know what shows chicken? Shit, what know. is happening? <laughs> Damn it, Sophie. <laughs> that was but, the cat. Huh. So what techniques? So I'll, I'll discuss some of the techniques I use that I'm going to use when I write work on this bit. Um. Sometimes I'll just write like a whole, I'll, I'll forget. I'll go on Twitter and look at my archive and see if there's any jokes related to the subject. I'll do um, what is it called? The thought cloud, where I'll put the main topic and have it'll look like almost like a uh, like a web, a diagram, yeah, like a yeah. web, and just you know these are topics and do can I make jokes about these? Um, like a beautiful mind. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't. I've never <laughs> seen that. But like, uh, what techniques? So you have a bit or I have a bit that there's either potential there or it's a bit that didn't do as well as you wanted. What techniques do you guys use? I try and <clears throat> if there is something new, I'll try and tie it into a previous joke that worked. Like if it's yeah. a similar topic. And so like my flow of like my sets will be like, this is family. This is my daughter. 
this is work, yeah. you know, whatever it may be. And so if it's, if it ties into any of those things, I'll, I'll try and wrap it in because they're already in a good mood, so to speak. Like if they're hopefully responding well, and then, you know, just try and tie that in. But again, I might try it out randomly on an open mic, you know, just does this work? And then is it worth to tie in kind of thing? Yeah. Yeah. And for me, tying jokes that are related together help, even at, when I do more one-liners, it helps me memorize because I'm like, okay, well, this joke is about this subject. I'm going to do two or three that's about this subject. Then I'm going to transition to this other subject. Mm-hmm. And so it it's like a mnemonic type device yeah. thing to, to memorize because that's something I struggle with. Yeah, I, I can't believe how you guys are able to do one-liners. I, I want to take a, a concept or a joke and spread it out over four minutes and then realize that uh, it should probably be like a minute and a half or right, something like that. Right, for know, sure. Just, well, even if I, I, need to, yeah. I, need to hit, I need to hit the beats and then just keep on going because if I keep on going yeah. down this hole, like I'm, you <laughs> and know. And as far as performing just, goes, like there'll be some times where like I'm married to the rule of three. Like my sloth has like three examples and, you know, whatever. A lot of my stuff has like three examples. But it doesn't have to be. Like if, if I can, like kind of in our interview with Chris, like if you can get the job done in a hundred words instead of 150, yep. then get the job done, you know? Yeah. And so, um, kill the babies, I think was the t- phrase that he was yeah. using. Um, well, and I, I think the rules are just guidelines. Cause for example, the kitty litter baby and WebMD, you know, signs to look for. I purposely, I, I went way overboard and did no. a whole bunch and then I had to but kind that's of part of the back. joke, yeah. But I still do six or seven, yeah. instead of just three, and it works because it's just so ridiculous. Yeah. So, um, yeah, mm-hmm. that's one thing I love about comedy is, especially when I first started. Maybe it's an Austin thing, but there was a lot of discussion about, oh, well, you can't joke about farts or this or dick jokes or whatever because it's that's hack Watch or this me. or that. But yeah. then you'll see somebody, you know, a famous touring comic do a joke on that subject and kill it. And then they're like the greatest thing that ever happened. And if you can make something funny, you know, it, especially some of the touchier subjects, you know, uh, race, you know, sexual assault, that kind of stuff. You really have to have skills and experience and know what you're doing. I get a a hot take for you guys. uh Um, uh, just in the same vein you were talking about, why is, Dane Cook, so hated. I don't think he's hated. Or or, or so despised. He's looked down upon. I mean, like, he's one of the reasons, or or like, like young, when I was younger, listening to him, it was, uh, he was one of the fucking guys, man. You know? Yeah. He sold uh, out Madison Square Garden. I, so, but like, within, you know, he was, uh, he wasn't a comics comic. But uh, I, I think to a certain extent, there's something there where I know uh, there is allegations know. of like joke stealing. Yeah, I yeah. think. Yeah, I think it's multi-level. So I think he was one of the first comics to use social media to hit it big. So I think especially comedians at that time, their normal route was, you know, put become a touring years. comic, yeah. put in your years, get on The Tonight Show, do a TV show, have your special. And he bypassed that by just using MySpace, so there's that. Then I do think he did have a a quality level 
of his first couple of specials were pretty good. And then they kind of, that went down. I also think that he, he uses a lot of act outs and just running around the stage and being that wacky guy. And I think a lot of comics that are more into um, good joke writing and make you think type of things, it was like the opposite of what they enjoy. Mm -hmm. And then I also think that it, when somebody gets really big, there's a lot of people that just don't, you know, you know, for example, Nickelback, like, Everybody loves Nickelback, but then you have somebody like Chelsea who just is a hater. And because they're popular, people like them, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And if you dislike them just for the sake of disliking them, you know. Yeah. I don't know. He was just one of my main guys growing up. So I was just kind of like. Well, that teaches us a lot about you. I do feel like. Oh, you're going to go that way, bud? <laughs> All right. You see it with with movie. That whole joke about you jacking off next to your wife. Yeah. You hate it. I don't like it. I don't like it much. I, it just, you know, it doesn't. We have do it on for record me. that you love it. He's saying Fuck. you're so not last you week. Edit that out, Chelsea. Please, <laughs> can you can you do something about that? Talk to our producer about it. All right. Well, yeah. I know. I I no. I can't. I can't sit here and say that I didn't own multiple copies of his albums. Like oh, when yeah. he was on fire, he was on fire. But like, yes. And then you start learning like i guess the more art artful side of it where did like there's allegations that he had a ghostwriter and he was he was an amazing performer well, because there was just so many so much acting out and the funny his, part is is that's that's normal too once you get to a certain level and you're doing a yeah special every year you have right i mean ron white his ex-wife's uh brother would write for him I don't know if he still does after the divorce, but yeah. uh, Kevin Hart has writers. I've listened to a podcast recently with one of the guys that helped write for him. And then uh, um, Jim Gaffigan's wife was a stand-up comic. And then uh, maybe she still is, but she... Oh, I didn't know that. She writes... They're a writing team. So. Yeah, they are a writing team. I know, I know Mark Norman's yeah. wife is. That's really um, cool. Yeah, I mean, my I, wife's a soundboard for yeah, sure, yeah. but she's not funny. Basically, what we're saying is you should divorce your wife and marry a comedian. Okay. So your yeah. career Yeah, that worked for right? Tom Segura. <laughs> yeah, I, um, I, have, I have a question for you guys. Uh, you ever write a joke and you're like... I'm not going to say this out loud in public. Yeah. Uh, like, like, I look like a frat boy douchebag, which I am. Not really, but like, you know, it just just uh, looking the way you look, you, you have a thought, a concept, and something like, you're like, ah, shit. I, think, I don't yeah. think anyone's going to like me saying this. Like, I can give no, but I think to, that's, that, that's you know, Deshaun or Diesel Grizzle. I know, I know Deshaun's going to fuck it up, but like, Jesus you know. Uh, <laughs> I'm kidding, Deshaun. He's still sitting over my shoulder. Just like right there. All right. You look sadder now, though. <laughs> Are you just bored? No, this this concept is so oh, okay. good that you're gonna nail it. Um, <laughs> you're doing fine up until that point. Back to your know, like you understand what I'm saying? Though? Yeah, I've, like where you have a concept, an idea that you're like, ah, shit. I've uh, had jokes you know, I, that I think, as a, a white guy, they're edgy enough to where I, I could do them, but I choose not to. Like it, it's yeah. not. Where I, I could get away with it, I you know maybe get a groan or whatever, but that I feel like would be better writ you know performed by somebody else. And I feel like a couple of times I have um, sent a joke to somebody and said, "Hey, I can't say this on set, or I choose not to because it's I'm not that type of comic." So mm-hmm. I feel like those situations either you just 
hold them for the right situation or maybe save them and, and think of a, a, a way that you can rework it to fit your, your style or pass it along to somebody that you, you can trust not to get offended, like that are not going to get mad that you thought of that. Yeah. But may want to perform it. So, yeah, no, there's I, some, I'm not, I'm not, yeah, I'm, I'm not, I don't have any, uh, you know, evil thoughts. Right. I brewing up. I'm just yeah. saying, uh, yeah. But I think I'm that's natural when, when we're looking for something like, Oh, that's funny. Well, like, but, yeah. We were not public funny. Probably a few months ago, we were sitting outside of Corky's and it was a, a show that James Garibay was at an open mic. And this um, young lady walked by and she was wearing a some like special needs church group or something that it indicated that she worked with disabled people or something. And in my head, I'm like always thinking of jokes. I was like, it's weird to like be a special needs church group. I thought all religion was retarded or something yeah. like that, but I oh, can't okay. say that joke. But Jer- James Garibay, like if he tells a few jokes about him having autism, like he may be able to tell that joke yeah. and not get booed off the stage or not get canceled or whatever. Like I probably still will, but I don't know. So I told him and I was like, I'm not going to use that on stage. And he at least told it twice that I heard and he got some laughs, but I don't feel like whether it's my brand or my style of humor, I couldn't, I, I didn't feel comfortable telling that joke on yeah. the stage, but I'll write some offensive stuff. But Yeah, I'll write it, but it, like, like you kind of have to shop around for it to see who wants it. Yeah, I don't know if I should say it. Actually, <laughs> fuck it. Uh, I don't know who's uh, listening to this. Might be, you, Thousands. You know, this you, is the episode that'll my go viral. My mom. Yeah, um, Justin's wife and... Nope, not even my wife. My mom. Not even your wife. Um, Hi, Justin's mom. Danny, probably. Yeah. Whenever I get a TV show or I get on an SNL next year, uh, you know, they might come back for me. Yeah. You know oh, saying? yeah. That's what happened to Shane Gillis. Yeah. 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 Um, but, like, I went to Temple High School where uh, it was, like, a third white, third Mexican, or the perfect, Hispanic, and a third black. Yeah. The perfect mixture. Um, and uh, I would say the concept is that uh, the best arguers – is uh, teenage black girls. I think they are the best at arguing. I've heard I, uh, you have and, a bit like this on stage. Have I said this before? Yeah, yeah. Once we've heard it. it, it I think I, I I need to figure out how to make that work because yeah, yeah. We've that. heard it. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, we've heard that. Well, like I wanted. To, I liked it, I, I but was, I was going to extend it into like how um, this is more of the workshop thing that I'm talking about. Yeah. Um. We're here for you. The uh, it, it's like like more black women should be on the Harvard debate team. Yeah, and then I was going to kind of do the bit. Is that all right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so it, it's about like you know, well, first of all, I think that um, the Bush administration drastically underestimated overestimated the threat of WMDs in Iraq, and also uh, you a whole ass bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I feel, no. like that, I feel like that's all right. No, that's not bad. No, I don't think. Yeah, you should probably cut that. Fuck that. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm just, um, I think if new comics are listening to this, then don't they should be joke. able to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, in, unless you're as good as I am. <laughs> uh, you know, you got to, especially um, being a white guy, you probably need to. Uh, might get that to diesel or something like that. Yeah. You could probably figure it out. 
Yeah, I think, and, yeah, and it's um, we. I think again, we have to just frame it in the safe environment mm-hmm. that you know, it, it, it's not. What what did Dave Chappelle say? Punch up, don't punch down. Uh, and so, um, but it, it, at the core, it's a compliment, right? Yeah, because they're really good at. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, I taught seventh grade. Yeah. They are very good. Yeah. I taught seventh grade and I loved it. And I lost a lot of arguments. Yeah. No, it, it just like they, they used to call me, uh, or, or this black girl, um, Deja, used to call me, uh, ooh, little white boy. You stupid little white boy. And I'm like, how am I little? I'm a foot taller than you. And she'd be like, ooh, little white boy, shut the fuck up. <laughs> That's why you got a receding hairline. You're only 15 years old. Yeah. It's like, you're going to be, you better get some Rogaine, little white boy. You're yeah, that's be, good. You're going to be bald by the time you're 25. You probably got to cut all this, huh? Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> I thought you were saying like listening. Like I'm in. No, yeah. yeah. Um, but I, I think um, it's just like the way that they would come at me is looking back on it is hilarious. Yeah. Like they would, they would just, just tear you down to exactly, you know, what you don't like about you. Oh yeah, absolutely. And, um, then you go to the bathroom and be like, Oh fuck, I think Deja's right. You know, looking at your hair and, um, whatever you're most self-conscious about, mm -hmm. that's the first thing that they talk about. You got a squad behind them. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think it's there. Yeah. No, I I don't know if we can carry this podcast without Adam. No, we're doing okay. Are we doing good? Yeah. What? How are we on time? Okay. I think uh, I think we probably shouldn't release this part. I, I think. Yeah, we can. Yeah, we can bad. see. <laughs> okay, that's good. Um, Justin, how? Um, when it comes to your daughter and your wife, are you always like kind of, is there a line there? Like, like where, I, I mean, you don't say anything bad, but yeah. like yeah, yeah, yeah. there's, there's obviously things you could, you could say that's a little right. more biting and crazy, not crazy, but no, uh, but just absurd. Yeah. 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 And then you're just like, I probably shouldn't say that into a microphone somewhere. Yeah. No. Yeah. And I think, I think the line is like, um, and I've crossed it like mm. it, 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 it's been um, inadvertently like it's never intentional. But like I have that joke about like um, we tried out role play oh, yeah. and I asked her to be your sister. Like, OK, that's the first set of groans. Oh, that's funny. And then the then the next punchline is like she was really bad at being a seventh grade cheerleader. <laughs> but funny, that man. that makes people uncomfortable if one, if you have a seventh grade daughter like it's gonna, so I've I've kind of shelved that, and so like I and yes, it's it's not a comic's responsibility to keep everybody in the room comfortable, but if if that is within my capability, I I will, yeah. and so um, well, and depending on what kind of show it is, if yeah, that you too, piss the crowd off, you can screw it up for the rest of the comics around. Yeah, them, that's right? true, yeah, especially wanna... like in a showcase if you're opening yeah. and you like it's I've seen it happen. 
Yeah. I, and and everybody else is trying to just dig themselves out of a hole that you didn't even make. Yeah. I got um I got uh, an antidote. Um, I thought about it on the way here. Uh, so Justin used to be my babysitter. Um, did you know that, Chelsea? Yeah. Did not know that. We go way to, we go way back. Yeah. He used to uh, he used to date my cousin, and um, I remember like 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 we let we went swimming at my aunt's house, and then came over and um, we all got in the car, and I didn't I refused to put my seatbelt on. And he was like, listen, I'm not moving this fucking car until you put your goddamn seatbelt on, you piece of shit. He was seven. And he was like, you spoiled fucking brat. And he he just, yeah, I was just like, like like tears in my eyes. I I slowly just went ahead and was like, okay, fuck. And I put the seatbelt on. And um, that's how you do it, guys. Honestly, that's how you get it done. You, you just, you just. <laughs> yeah, I'm yourself. blushing. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. That could have happened. I don't think that happened. I'm but. positive it happened. <laughs> I'm exactly like that. It, word for word, that was a quote unquote. You can fucking quote me on that. Uh. He said, "You piece of shit." <laughs> yeah. No. I, I just remember. And he I, still I, talks I to you that way. Yeah. It's nice. Yeah. 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 Some things no, never it, change. But. Yeah, no, I, and that's how I treat my cat nowadays. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I don't. Uh, she's my little kitty. I love her. Um, anyways, what's the other one? Oh, I did it. Okay, here's the, here's something for uh, new comics. Uh, don't expect people to be at the show uh, that you have a joke about. Oh, because yeah, yeah. I had a I had a three minute bit about Justin. Being at the show, what a, what a piece and of shit! I'm sorry, didn't show up, and it was going to be so funny. And it was like my fifth time being on stage or whatever, and it was going to be so funny. And I was going to nail it, and he didn't show up, and so I just kind of started doing it without him there. But I just didn't. I, I yeah, people know though. Is, you know, no, but like I didn't use her name or anything. And I, I, it was the hardest bomb I ever had. That was my fault. I went. I went. Good yeah. job, Justin. No, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, but then me. I, I blame you for how how much I fucked up. Uh, yeah. No. I halfway through the bit, I just I didn't even get to a punchline or anything, and I just I said, "All right, guys, that's it." So, and then I put put the microphone in, and I walked off stage like an asshole. <laughs> and uh, was that yeah. in an open mic? Yeah, it was oh, like Corky's, okay. and, and, and it was a packed crowd, too. And, um, yeah, kind of <laughs> like pin drop silence, yeah. you know. And I uh, I walked out the back and uh, got the fuck out of there because I was like, oh, this is going to be hilarious. It, just, just don't. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Don't expect people to be there. Um, and also don't make jokes about other people. You know what I'm saying? It, like it, have like a, like yeah. this is my five. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, don't don't have that immature. I, again, that's something I don't like about uh, some comedians that you know play at the back of the room, do things like that. It's like no, nah, this joke should stand and work anywhere. Yeah. yeah, just do do your set, do your material. That's why I don't do a lot of crowd work. Not because I'm uh, you know insecure about it. And think I'm gonna bomb, but uh, you know, just just do your shit, 
make sure it could work in front of anybody. All right. Well, I think we are getting close to uh, the end of the episode. Uh, do we have any other tips or words of wisdom that we want to share before we, we go? No, I don't think so. Uh, not from my part. Uh, what was our topic again? I was asking oh. you guys if you had any uh, oh, new some bits, new stuff, new shit, anything like that. I um I drove past a uh, store that was called the Hospice Thrift Shop, <laughs> and I was like, I was like, you might as well name it the Soon to Be Dead Boutique. Something so like is that. is the concept right. of that? It's like those stores that sell the stuff that people lose at airports, but it's like the stuff that people lose when they die at hospice mm-hmm. and they sell their stuff. Like, yes. like if you don't have a family, if they don't have like an estate. Yeah, that's gruesome. It it's like. Yeah, it's like, I don't think your grandma's going to make it. Might as well fill up a U-Haul with all our shit and bring it over here. I mean, that's the business model, yeah. That's a nice uplifting way to... Yeah, yeah, that's a little (laughs) bit more of it. I'm sorry, guys. (laughs) All right. Um, Any words of wisdom? Anything for young Timmy and young Deshaun and young Gary Gary out there? Indiana. Gary, Indiana. Well... First thing I would say to Gary is uh, you should probably start dressing a little better, you know, just um, in general. Um, <laughs> look like Happy Gilmore for all those. Happy I think jerseys. you look okay, Gary. I think right, it's well, you as an individual, not your clothes, Gary. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> all right. Well, I think he's um, thank you for coming up and uh, letting us interview you. Um, it was a great discussion. Sorry, I had to leave in the middle of it. No, we're good. Um, I, I got to tell you, Adam, that that did hurt. Okay. I didn't leave at all during Deshaun's interview, so that's not, um, yeah. that's how you know it's a bad interview. Yeah. Um, work wise, like when the like the head person like just gets up and leaves. Oh, I'm like, the head person now. I yeah. thought I was just a co-host. I'm the head person. Well, we can do it again if you want to, Brandon. No, it, that was so. it just it just you know it stings. And it just, the pain is going to radiate through me for the rest of the weekend. All right. Monday, I'll get over it. Okay, but good. Like, right. it just, uh, but these next 36 hours are going to be mm-hmm. pain in the ass. Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> this is Adam Wolf. And this is Justin Marino. And uh, Spreadin Walker. All right. Love you guys. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to They Said I'm Funny. Uh, you can email us at they said I'm funny at gmail.com. You can find our social media on Twitter. You can find us at They Said I'm Funny. And on Facebook, search for our page, They Said I'm Funny. You can also give us a call on our Google Voice number. Uh, that number is 254 294 6032. That is 254 254- Two nine four six zero three two, and thanks again for listening.